No, I'm sure Trump was not advocating for women on Howard Stern's show. And that's where we're starting my third podcast with Fred Hill, the man, the myth, the legend he is, Mr. Hill. So let's pick up right where we, our last time we spoke, um, it was the day before the election, and regardless of what anybody is going to tell you, Joe Biden won the election, right? That's what I keep hearing from everybody except Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. Draw your own conclusions. But yeah, we haven't had a had a chance to uh, feed back on this remarkable election we had. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it took two, it took days to, to get a winner. Um, that was probably because of all the the mail in ballots and um, stuff like that. Not because of fraud. I I think <laughs> I think you're going to find uh, there will be a lot of things that are not going to change back after COVID is over. They're just changed forever. I think mail-in ballots is one of those. Yeah. I think they proved to be a huge success. There was no scandal at all except in the eyes of the, of the loser. Right. Uh, everybody else, including the people working for them, said they were good. They were. It's a safe way to do it. It was more convenient for the voters. I don't think that's going to go away. And I think mail-in ballots, even online voting, uh, is is merely a step towards opening up democracy yeah, I to agree. more people. I agree. Because at the at the my opinion, in my opinion, and I'm sure this is your opinion too, you want as many people to vote as humanly possible. That's and. And that's, that's how it works. Yeah, that's well. If you don't, then it's not a democracy, and you don't really have the will of what the majority of the people want. And one thing that encouraged me about this past election is a lot of people did vote. A lot of people voted, and regardless if it was for Biden or Trump, a lot of people participated in the process. Which you know, I mean, while it discourages me that seventy-two million people still voted for Donald Trump, um, I'm going to revisit that fact. But before off yeah. that subject, I agree with you. This mm -hmm. is 150 million people voting for president. That is proof positive that uh, mail-in ballots make a difference. Yep. And if we only made it, it uh, more accessible to minorities, yep. uh, then you'd really have more of a democracy in this country. So I think that stuff is going to. Uh, to continue, and I think it's a very good sign. I hope so, anyway. But as to the votes, uh, ah. if you're sitting there patting yourself on the back because Joe Biden won the yeah, presidency... don't do that. <laughs> I'm going to rain on your parade, man. You've got 70 million-plus votes for Donald Trump. And I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I think that means. It first of all means that uh, the message didn't really get through to a lot of people. It means what we dismiss as Trump's core, we now need to call half of America. Yep. Uh, I th and I think this is going to be a um, kind of a dog whistle to future Trumps. Yep. Because Donald Trump did everything wrong yep. in my book and almost won the election. Came very close to winning the election. And um, what worries me is what if somebody comes along, like, I don't, we don't need to put a name to him because we don't know, but what if, so, or we don't like what Tucker if, Carlson. Yeah. yeah, let's not use that. <laughs> what if somebody comes along that has the same type of message that Trump has, but isn't as, you know, off the limb and says, you know, makes fun of disabled people and, you know, but still has that, that, you know, anti, anti other country, anti, you know, America, um, first, no matter what, um, you know, gifts for corporations and the rich, 
Like that's like that person could definitely still win I in think, this country. I think that is one of the loudest messages of this election is that all you had to do in the in the eyes of some extremists is clean up your act the slightest bit yeah. and you're president of the United States. <sighs> You've got a guy here that was blatant racist, blatant against women, mm -hmm. uh, oh. mocked his enemies, uh, j just just showed in every step of the way how unpresidential he was, and still almost half the country voted for it. That means that the fascist outlook that Donald Trump represented, and I can defend that word if you don't like it, I think it fits. It is. At and just look at what he's doing can right now. be sold to the American public. Yep. And that ought to stop you from congratulating yourself. Because uh, th this is very emboldening to people who aren't quite as much pigs as Donald Trump. Yep. Uh, exactly. But still believe, that's a great way to put it, but, but still believe in that ideology. And, you know, we call it, it, those people aren't going anywhere, man. I was... Fred, I was going to my championship football game this weekend, and I was on the bus, and we ran into a Trump parade okay. on, the, on the interstate. They were going 30 miles an hour. There's about, I would probably say, 50 cars with Trump flags, and they were going to, they, it was, well, it was the, the MAGA march this weekend, they, yeah. they called it. Um, you know, you, and you can, you can even say he's a fascist from what he's doing right now by not conceding the election and saying and pushing falsehoods and stupid lawsuits and um, you know like yeah. that's fascist <laughs> people predicted this they and they were they were uh, dismissed as Trump haters and never Trumpers and stuff like that but there were those who said he wouldn't leave quietly he wouldn't yeah. take no for an answer and by God all of it is happening right now yeah maybe it's going to change or you know maybe the Washington police will be at the White House January 20th and so, kick his ass out. I don't know. But he is still carrying on with the image of, I am above the law. I am the friggin' law. I can yeah. do whatever I want. I absolutely have the power to. He, so I was watching Bill Maher this week, you know, who uh, Bill Maher is. And he was, so he was talking about how it's a slow moving coup. And that is what Good we're word for. Yeah, he's. It's what's going on. He first off, the first thing he did after he lost the election was fire the head of the defense department, like the like that. And ended up purging the top level jobs all across the yeah, defense. Getting rid of because they quit when when their boss was kicked out. Yeah. So he's now got Trump loyalists. Exactly. I like how they call it. They don't even say good Americans or anything. They say Trump loyalists. Yeah. In all the positions that would control it, if Trump decided to call the troops and have tanks around the the uh, Capitol building and stop the electoral count. Yeah, like come on, that happens in countries all over the planet. It does. He also said you can't break up with a narcissist. Like that's not or a guy that you know you can't. Like we 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 had we put a narcissist in power, and now we're trying to get him out of power, and it doesn't really work that way because um, it, you know like he's already gotten rid of all the people in power that disagree mm -hmm. with his with his agenda and his and um, it's I don't know, man, like. I, I'm pretty sure Joe Biden will be inaugurated on January 20th at noon, but I think it, I don't know. I just think Trump's going to like, so he, he goes, he's in the courts right now. 
He goes to the courts. That doesn't work. He goes to the Electoral College electors, which the majority of them are appointed by Republican legislators. Like, that makes me nervous. Then you go to the military. Just fired the head of the Defense Department. For some, the military, not everybody, because you can never... Ezekiel. <laughs> Zeke. You can never lump everybody together, but um, the military is relatively pro-Trump. Would you say? Would you say that? It's well, you know what? Uh, they haven't counted all the votes yet, but I did hear somebody say that the military has been less and less pro-Trump since the first year. Good. He gave <laughs> them all their budget requests, and he yeah. always talks about our wonderful military while he's insulting everybody else in the country. Right. But I and guess, he's insulted our military too. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess the truth has gotten around to him because his mocking of generals and his uh, comments about uh, people get, who are wounded or killed in action or losers or suckers. Uh, I can tell you right now, my father was neither, Mr. Trump. Uh, I would never say that if I had bought my way out of the army because I didn't like the Vietnam War. Yeah. Uh, I, would think, uh, I would think more and more military people were getting the joke, but it's still something to be concerned about. Yeah, it's, it's you know it, how would America re react if any other president behaved this way? Yeah, um, in, I, you, in fact, I don't even see people coming down on him. This is like I think I said it uh, in a, a post that this it's like the kid that just lost the checker game and so it kicked the table over mm -hmm. and now nobody wants to say anything because yeah. he's been a really bad boy. <laughs> oh, he's the president of the stinking United States. Yeah. Can't you stand up to this man? Right. And oh. can people tell him, like, regardless of political preference, like, the people voted, and I'm sorry, like, he did get 72 millions, but the election wasn't really close. Like it, it was. It wasn't like Bush and Gore, where it was five hundred seven or five hundred thousand votes. We're talk. We're talking about about five six million votes that Trump lost by here. Yeah. So yeah. at the same time, the the people spoke. Yeah. This yeah. This is not a fluke. Yeah. Like at the so at the same time, while some, a lot of people still millions of people still voted for Trump, the the elect like the election wasn't close. Like he, he, somebody needs to say to him. You lost, man. Like that's how it works. Yeah. But clearly, he's gotten rid of all the people that would have done that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's nobody around him to straighten him out when he's wrong. Right, because the the James Mattises in the world of the world and the Rex Tillerson of the of the world, the people that were in his administration who probably would have done that, are gone. You know. Yeah. And don't miss how he's gotten rid of these people. He fires them, and then he openly mocks and berates them for the rest of his life. Uh, these are people that he thought good enough to hire, but once he drops them, yeah. the Jeff Sessions and the, uh, you know, the General Kellys of the world have, are a total waste of time. Doesn't it make you wonder about the guy who's in charge? Yeah. Uh, you, may, maybe it should. But back to reviewing the votes for just a second. Yeah, absolutely. You said something important there about the votes that uh, Trump got. I. It's a little early to crunch the numbers, but some people have made estimates. And here's one that bothered me. If Andy Borowitz of The New Yorker is correct, then roughly 60% of white males voted for Donald Trump. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. 60%. More than half. This is your country, America. Yeah. This is a man who could not hide his racism and in the end chose Well, you know what it is. 
it's the sixty percent. It's the toxic masculinity that Trump represents. He, well, why is it a macho thing to be a racist? I, I guess. Well, that, but that's what it is, though. He the, the the people who the men who support Trump, um, it, they have this macho, this this macho tough guy. He for some reason he represents that. You know, because I guess because he makes fun of people and he he's racist and, you know. So I'm getting it now. Let's see. If, if you're strong and manly, you hate minorities. Yeah. And if you don't hate minorities, then you're obviously a snowflake. Yeah. Have, I, I, have I got it now? Yeah, I, I guess I, what I really think it has something to do with is men, not obviously not all men, but there's a portion of men who feel like, that their position of dominance is going away in society and women aren't becoming more equal. And for a lot of men who grew up in a culture and a society where, you know, men was the, what the man, the man worked, the man put the food on the table, the man, you know, was the tough guy. Um, I think it's hard for them to see that, which I mean, is sad. It is because it's kind of really ridiculous and stupid, to be honest, I think. But. Well, well, we started a new century here a little while ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if words got out on that, but you're not cavemen anymore, and they're not cave women, uh, and, and they're not going back to that. Right. But when you look at 60% of white males voting for them, that means that the ones that should clap themselves on the back for succeeding are the women and the yep. minorities yes. who, for the, the most part, saved the United States from going over the racist cliff. Yeah, going over the racist and sexist cliff. Yes, yep. and that that is really wor worth looking at. That's why Biden won Georgia, because those black people there were like, this guy is a racist and we're done. <laughs> it, it's always dangerous to, to over... Uh, uh, to to judge all by one, or, sure. you know, to spread it out too much, and that's one of the things the media has been doing about a Latino vote. Yeah, they pretend that all Latinos are the same, and, and no, you had uh, refugees from two communist countries yeah. in Florida that the Republicans appealed directly to to oppose Biden. That worked like a charm. It did against Venezuelans and Cubans. Uh, I mean the people, the people, but the ones from Puerto Rico, where Trump, where Trump went there and said, after a massive hurricane, he said you're throwing your budget out of whack. Yeah, yeah. Those people did not vote for Trump. No, they did not, and neither did the Mexicans, who <laughs> were told that they were all rapists because they were Mexicans. Yeah. So don't right. expect all Latinos to vote the same way. Don't expect all blacks not. to vote the same way. You can't. But most of them saved your bacon, America. Yes, they so did. So maybe it's time to start appreciating that. 60%. Or wonder what's wrong with the majority. Right. 60% of America buys this crap? 60% of men. Oh that makes God. me feel. That makes yeah, as a, a man. That's correct. As as a white male, that makes me feel pretty sad. <laughs> makes you in the minority of your demographic. I yeah, both of we are the minority yeah. of our demographic. Yeah, we're snowflakes. Yeah. I guess that's a bad thing. Whatever. Let's talk knows. about that for a second because um, I remember when Donald Trump won in 2016. Um, uh, you know, how many times were you told to accept the results of the election and it's and. He's your president no matter what. And here we are four years later with Trump losing. And the election was almost two weeks ago. It was called a week and a half ago. And 
There's still Trump signs everywhere. The Sullivan County Republicans haven't taken their signs down. It's love. I noticed that. Yeah. Um, I hate that. No matter who the candidate is, those signs need to come down. Yeah. I took my. I mean, I, I have another sign up there about something completely different. But I have. I took my Biden Harris sign down the day that I announced that Biden won. Biden won the election because um, the, the election's over. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the party's over, people. Yeah, and um, you're on the wrong side. And I, I, I don't care, care what they say. I know. I heard Mitch say, "Well, he deserves his day in court," and I don't know if he deserves 18 days in court. But <laughs> he's had, last I saw, 18 lawsuits, and he's lost a whole bunch of them uh, again today. Yeah, he has not had any success with that. And my impression is that his lawyers don't even want to do this. They're kind of embarrassed. At, <laughs> Sorry, the creep thinks it was uh, it was thrown. Uh, you guys can do something about it if you want. <laughs> and the judges are like, "Bring me evidence." But there, there's no crime here. Yeah, my 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 point is is like where it's it's because like I remember like I was obviously mad and I've obviously critiqued Trump over the last four years, but I didn't deny the fact that he won the election. Like I acknowledge now, I could have said Hillary Clinton got three million more votes because she did get three million more votes, mm -hmm. but. Trump won the electoral college. I didn't ever deny that fact. And now those same people who are telling us, oh, accept the results of election are crying voter fraud. And, 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 and it just, I don't know, it just makes me kind of mad. It's embarrassing. You know? yeah. What would you say if uh, all your team's parents were saying, we got screwed out of that football game, man. Yeah. The refs made bad calls. and uh, It was 40 to nothing. Can we just own up to the fact yeah. that we got beat? Yeah, exactly. You know? Sometimes you lose. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you lose, even if your name is Trump. Yeah. And even if yeah. you've bought your, your, yourself out of trouble for your entire life, yeah. and you can't do it now. So you can't give a non-disclosure agreement to all the TV networks who projected Biden president. Yeah. You can't argue with the numbers. No. You can't be anti-scientific and expect anybody to believe you. Yeah. Well, I mean, except for 72, because some every every uh, part of Trump's presidency has been anti-scientific. Yeah. And 72 million people, we need to get people to believe in science again. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know if that can be done. Yeah. Um, or, or, let's uh, talk about let's talk about the Democrats for a second, because I know I know Biden won the election, but. The Democrats lost House seats. You know they could should have won the Senate and they didn't. Um, you know, I am frustrated with the Democrats too because at, because we were talking about this earlier. Because when if you just look at put throw party lines aside, okay, you know, mm -hmm. and you just look at the issues, like fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage, like that's a popular issue. Um, healthcare for all. Most people, I would say probably about 70% of Americans, if you throw party lines away and say, don't say this is a Democrat idea, you say, do you think everybody should have healthcare? I think most people will tell you, yeah, I think most people should have healthcare. Um, legalizing marijuana, um, that is another issue that is popular in America. And while, so I wish that they would focus on the issues more and not Listen, we can't have any more of this like fake outrage stuff. You know what I mean? And we can't have any more of the, you know, try to make people feel like they have to walk on eggshells and they can't say anything, you know, because I think that's what turns people off the Democrats. Do you have any thoughts? That, that's it. That's at least part of it. Uh, my problem with the Democrats right now is that they, they ran uh, this campaign too careful. Yeah. Uh, they did not provide an alternative. 
They they merely ran uh, with the knowledge that, hey, at least we're not Trump. Which is a good thing. Yeah, I'm glad you're not Trump. Yeah. You need more reason to get me to the polls. What is your plan? Uh, Biden did produce a multi-hundred page document he did. of policy, but uh, in so, uh, very little coverage of that got out. Yeah, and be fair and to very Biden. little of it was demanded yeah. of him. And be fair to Biden, he has come out and said he is a for the $15 an hour minimum wage. He has, ha you know, to have a detailed climate change plan. But like you said, it's not talked about. And, and most of most of his uh, policy decisions are frankly straight on the middle of the road, right? Yeah. Laying it on the line right there. Yeah. It, it, it's not uh, the your uh, uh, the Green Bill of Rights. It's yeah. not, it, 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 he's taking half steps on these. Uh, I th I think we're going to get uh, Bill Clinton revisited, but yeah. but even, which again is still better, way better than Trump. Yeah, but like yeah, but let's set our standards a little higher than that. Yeah, saying you're better than Trump is like saying you're slightly more than worthless. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I, I would rather have them say not only are we not. Trump, but we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Right. I never heard any discussion of foreign policy in this campaign. No. I never heard anything about what's going to happen with the trade tensions with China. And that, yep. that is not a vague subject. That is a subject that farmers across this country care about, mm -hmm. that people uh, in technology across this country really care about. Tens of thousands of jobs hang on that. Nobody talked about it. Nope. Uh, normalizing relations with Cuba, uh, right out the window. That's become a third rail. You talk about Democrats controlling the issues. I'll even take it to the third rail. America is 60-40 on pro-choice. Right. And yet the 40 seems to be capable yep. of gumming I, I up know. the works. And a lot yep. of that is because they are more committed yep. than the left side is. Let's they, talk about let's talk about Bernie Sanders. Let's talk about him. Because in my view, the reason that we're even talking about a $15 minimum wage, they're even even we're even talking about things like Medicare for all or attacking climate change is because he has been the only consistent politician, in my view, who actually talks about policy. And he says, I'm a politician. This is what they're they're bringing me for. Can we, we even, I mean, me and you both supported Bernie Sanders both times. Yep. You, you, I both, I supported him and voted for him in both primaries in you, 2006. You worked for him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, let's talk about Bernie. We owe a lot to him. Yeah. Just like we owe a lot to some other people I voted for in the past, yeah. like Ralph Nader, yep. people who who not only take the the side of the consumer or the working man, yep. but do something about it. Yes, you know, people of action. Uh, just because I happen to land on the Democratic side of a lot of votes doesn't mean I support a lot of the Democratic candidates. Me either. I cried the night that John Kerry was nominated for president. <laughs> Uh, Dukakis, for Lord's sakes, Walter Mondale, where do we get these tepid clowns? Yeah. Get somebody that you feel like you could fight for. Right. I think that's part of the problem, yeah. is that the Democrats crush the extremes, or what they call the extremes, and promote the middle of the road, yeah. which is nothing more than a Republican in a pantsuit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And we, we end up yeah. not standing for anything. Um, let's talk about, because for me, the reason that Bernie Sanders, well, first off, with the corporate infrastructure in this country and the corporate control, 
I really come to terms with that this country would never allow someone like Bernie Sanders to ever become president. It's apparently the case. <laughs> um, kind of a sad case. Isn't it that is. an issue right there? Uh, uh, yeah. I didn't hear it get talked about. Yeah, um, and we're going to talk about it right now because I want to talk about it because now that we're past this election and we're pretty sh you know, Biden's going to be inaugurated on the 20th and I held my nose and I voted for the Democrat again. Um, <laughs> you know, so I want to, because, because you're, they weren't, they were never, nobody was ever going to allow, if you had rich influence in this country and you're part of the 1% and if you're, you know, as George Carlin said, you ever, the big club, you know, yeah. if you're part of the club, like, you, would, you wouldn't allow someone like Bernie Sanders to become president who's been railing against you his entire career and has been consistent his entire career and has always fought for the worker and has always fought for the common good and um, has called out your shit and said, you don't pay fucking shit for taxes. You don't, you're ripping the American people off. Income inequality is out of control. You don't even hear another person talk about in Have you ever, talk, ever heard another politician talk about income and wealth inequality besides Bernie? No, I, they're a little bit afraid of it, but... I, I hope Americans in power don't assume that we're always going to do what we're told. Yeah. Uh, I know they believed in Russia for a long time that the people on top could hold the people the people below them in yeah. line, and that didn't work for them when the Tsar was in power, and it didn't work for them when the communists were in power. Sooner or later, you push people too far, and they rise up against you. Yeah. Uh, the way Donald Trump has handled that problem is he has spent his entire administration mocking the people who protest yeah. and blaming them when they're only standing up against problems. How many times has Trump talked about the rioters after George Floyd, but he never talked about the protesters who really had something to say? Yeah. You know, you've got to be able to separate the two, and sooner or later, uh, and abused people will write up against you. Yeah. Now, as far as uh, the powers to be allowing uh, people like Bernie to be in power, no, they would probably uh, well cut his nads off. And, like we saw it, we saw yeah. it in the primary. Yeah, he went from being a front runner to being unelectable overnight because they all dropped out. And I'm talking about Buttigieg, and I'm talking to people that I, you know, I don't like. I don't go crazy. Like Bernie's my guy, but I still like Buttigieg, and I like Klobuchar, and I and it was, um, you know, Kamala Harris. They all dropped out at that same time because they were like, oh shit, Bernie's gonna win. And they all and, slashed Bernie on their way yeah, out. Yes, they did, and it, it and they all said, okay, we got to go behind Biden, even though you know, it, like he wasn't the best candidate, and I know he won, but if he was going up against a moderate Republican, he wouldn't have won. I think you're right. I, I don't think, if he was going up against Mitt Romney, there, he wouldn't have won. Um, Trump was just, you know, enough people realizes that Trump was such a threat to our democracy that they had to vote for Joe Biden, um, but the Democrats, they for them to be successful, and they need to realize that it is the issues that are like and it's the issues that the progressive wing of the party which is now a big part portion of the party because of bernie sanders mm -hmm. and elizabeth warren but mostly bernie in my opinion um um they have um those issues where we're talking about minimum wage health care legalization of marijuana are the popular issues are the progressive issues they are the and if the democrats want to succeed and you know, not lose and not get completely destroyed in the midterms in 2022 and lose the house. 
um, they need to. They better realize that they need to work. They need to work on these issues. And I don't know if they will or not. I mean, I don't know if they will either. And I don't know if that'll be the message that they get from their president. I, yeah, I don't know that either. I, I'm con I'm concerned with all this, and this is part of the Democratic Party's too careful action. Yeah. Uh, you're you're exactly right. If we go in there. Uh, with nothing but, see, aren't we great? We're not pigs like Trump. In two years, the, the country will uh, Absolutely. put you down. Don't be ashamed of your principles. America supports them. And stop letting the right wing yep. control the debate. Yeah. yeah, they say this is all socialism. Explain to them how that's wrong. Yeah, that's, that's a perfect segue, Frank, because yeah. that's what I wanted to talk about next. Because as far as I'm concerned, the only reason why Bernie wasn't, one of the reasons, a lot of it had to do with the Democrats a lot, but was the word socialist. And he called himself a democratic socialist, which he, if you are a person that reads and figures out what that's about, it's not a wrong term. He is a democratic socialist. But he used that word, and then the Republicans were able to say, oh, my God, he's a socialist. You know, you have to vote for us because they're running a socialist. And that's why the Democrats couldn't run someone like, couldn't run Bernie, part of the reason, because of that word. So you, so you need to confront that. Yeah. Well, first off, let's the, talk about there's how. There's a difference between Medicaid for all and, and communist dictatorship. Has, has Bernie Sanders ever said... Um, I think we should. You should give up all your money to the institution, and they, the government should decide who gets paid what. Has he ever said that? No, no, no of course not. Not. It's too easy to discredit because people aren't listening. They, yeah. It's an education matter, yeah. and the way the d Democrats have uh, approached this issue is to suppress the people that are saying the right things yeah. and promote the people that are afraid to go that far. Yep. And Joe Biden. I.e. Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. And Hillary and Dukakis and yeah. go all the way down the line. Uh, Obama's are, a tough one to place because yeah. I do feel like Obama was a progressive at heart and is a progressive at heart, but I do feel like he didn't come out and say it like Bernie, though. You know what I mean? He, Not at all. No. Not at all. Yeah. And he's he spent a lot of his administration backpedaling, too. Yes, As he did. a matter of fact, apparently on some issues, it was Biden pushing him that got him. Not because Obama doesn't buy it, but because he didn't think he had the power to pull it off. Yeah. And so that's and where... And he might have been right. I don't know. I but, want the Democrats to get shot down for what you believe in. Absolutely. Me, too. That's why we wanted Bernie. Like, yeah. Because... Regardless, if he he knew you knew that he wouldn't be able, you knew that he wouldn't be able to get um, everything. Bernie wouldn't have even if he became president wouldn't have been able to get everything he wanted done. It just wouldn't have been possible, I don't think. But he would have fought for it every step of the way, every step of the way. And because he's a fighter, uh, when yeah. they dismissed him from the, this campaign, they said, "Well, it was my way or the highway with Bernie," and that's not the case at no. all. This guy has worked with Democrats and Republicans and communists and Nazis and everything, <laughs> everything you can meet in government. Yeah. He's got stuff done. So yeah. I, he just I has. Buy that. He just has core values. Yeah. Like. And he's been, and he's also another guy. Like I, you can even with with Obama, with Biden, with Hillary Clinton, with a lot of them, most Democrats, you can find you know issues where they've gone back and forth on, like with for gay marriage and healthcare for all and and stuff like that. Bernie Sanders was fighting for gay marriage in the seventies, man. <laughs> like it, he was, and it wasn't popular. Promoting women's rights while Joe Biden was badgering Anita Hill and the yeah. Hearings. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 and 
Well, that sincerity gives people a reason to vote right. for him or against do you think, him. Do you think uh, Bernie would have beat Trump? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do see how they would have fight back, fought back. They would have called him a socialist. But I know that the polling at the time always picked uh, Bernie over Trump. So yeah. I've got no reason to doubt it. We'll never know yeah. until the Democrat stop, party stops and realizes who their supporters are. Right. But I will tell you, if Biden plays it safe, if Biden has a bunch of Republicans on his cabinet oh, be and a bunch of old gray-haired guys and he cuts the legs out from under the youthful end of the Democratic spectrum, we're going to lose those people. Yep. And they're going to go to make their own party. Because I know those people. I campaign with those people. And most of them held their nose again. Actually, more people held... Their, actually, I think more people held their nose for Biden than they did for Hillary, I think. I do, too. Um, but um, I don't think it's going to happen again, though. Unless there's... Unless Biden... Unless... Maybe Biden will surprise us. Maybe he'll be super progressive. I'm not counting on it, but, you know... You know, his essentially, you know, the first things that he says, oh, he wants to do in his first few acts as president are good. You know, rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement and reversing the Muslim ban and all this and all that other shit. But that's not, you know, is he going to he's is he even going to go for a public op? You know what I mean? Will he even do, go that far? You know, it, my first act would be to fumigate the White House. <laughs> as, as a matter of fact, I would bring in an exorcist. I would make sure that. All trace of this man are destroyed. <laughs> like Betsy DeVos. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, everything is for Ben Carson, uh, the whole <laughs> John Bolton, for Lord's sake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, drain the swamp. Yeah. Let's talk about coronavirus for a second, because there's still a pandemic going on, Mr. Hill. And worse than ever. Worse than ever. And, um, man, I, I just... I. I I've been nervous throughout the entire pandemic, but that nerves aren't, is, isn't going away. I don't know about you. No, no. It's, it, 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 we're in probably the safest part of the country, and I'll tell you, we've just started our second grading quarter at school, and I don't believe we'll finish this quarter without going into remote. You do think? You don't yeah. think so? Yeah. I, in fact, if I was in school, I'd be thinking real hard about coming back after Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, it's it's that bad, yeah. and I'm not a supporter of remote learning, and I wasn't when it happened. But I'm supporter of people I'm not, not dying. I'm supporter of death. Yeah, either. exactly. Yeah, I'm really against death. I want to <laughs> take a stance on that. That there's too many people dying, uh, and I don't want to contribute to that. Uh, yeah. So no, this is not over, and that should be the most important thing that people look at. I yeah. think I think uh, one of Trump's uh, big uh, bad gambles was that nobody cares about COVID. It's hard not to care about it when Granny's dying, and you know, uh, and you can't go to work because of it. Yeah. And these days are coming right back at us. A vaccine is not going to immediately change all. Especially if things. only fifty percent of the people take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it is still a thing that we have to accommodate, whether we want to or not. And I'm not too upbeat on that subject right now. Me either. And um, I think we are headed for um, remote learning. I mean, we, in my humble opinion, we should probably have already gone there. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know where they've set their. Uh, Me either. And we're not going to get set into their that marks, too much, but, but it, 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 it's got to be 
passing all semblance of safety, and so I'm concerned about that. Same, same for the rest of America, too. But you know what? If you want to talk about extremists that are encouraged, not only can they say a kinder, gentler Donald Trump would have been reelected, they would also say that the Donald Trump would have been reelected if there was no coronavirus. I think I think it's a very strong possibility. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's, that's all sobering for anybody that disapproves of Trump. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think it would have been a lot closer. I will tell you that because he really, I mean, he really. His handling of the pandemic was really, really, really just terrible. Yeah, once again, he did everything wrong and yeah. still, uh, still almost I, got reelected. And at least Biden, um, you know, he'll have he has a team of doctors at least. You know what I mean? You yeah, know, that's comforting. Isn't yeah, it? and so I mean, I think he will do a much better job at the pa with the pandemic. But again, like, look what you're comparing yourself to. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything else you would like to talk about, Mr. Helm? I feel pretty covered at this point. All right. Uh, uh, at this point, but uh, I feel like I feel uh, my head's in a better place than it was two weeks ago when we did our last one. Yeah. Uh, somehow gratified with Trump not disappointing me and acting like a child, and somehow <laughs> gratifying that faced with the a poor choice of candidates, America has once again stepped up to pick the lesser evil. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Someday we'll pick somebody that's not evil. I hope but, so. But uh, I hope to be around for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'd like to talk to you about more stuff other than politics, but we'll do that in another, in another, let, let's, let's, unless there's something pressing, really pressing, the next time you come on will be about other topics other than deal. politics. It's a deal. I'm open to it. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate the effort of anybody to live through this and, and not feel encouraged to throw your computer through the window. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mr. Harrell. My pleasure.